Hello, this is Astro Chris from Code of Queen Astrology, and today's video is going to be on the full moon in Scorpio. If you're new to my channel, welcome. Don't forget to subscribe, hit that notification bell, and let me know what you think about this video. If you're not new, then welcome back. So let's get right into this. This full moon in Scorpio is pretty jam-packed with energy. First off, we're having a shift, a very, very different energy come in. We were jam-packed with uh, fire and creativity when all the planets were in the sign of Aries. And as of now, this full moon is highlighting all the earth energy we're having, which is very, very stabilizing and grounding for us. So in this chart, as we can see, we have the sun, Uranus, Venus, and Mercury in the sign of Taurus, and they're opposing the moon in the sign of Scorpio. So full moons are all about the luminaries, meaning the sun and the moon, and they create an alignment that is 180 degrees apart, which then forms the full moon aspect. The moon is dependent on the sun to shine as the moon does not have its own light to reflect back. So the light that the moon reflects is filtered light of the sun and she's able to illuminate her entire surface when the sun and the moon align together and form that exact 180 degree distance. And this is what they do with the full moon. So as of um, the 26th of April, 8.31 p.m. PST. It's happening in other places around the wor world around April 27th. This alignment is occurring at 7 degrees Taurus and 7 degrees Scorpio. So if you have any planets around those areas, please be, please be mindful to that energy as the sun and the moon are going to be highlighting that for you. Now we also have the sun that's very close to the sign of Uranus and Uranus is all about bringing things unexpectedly to us. So if you have Taurus placements or even if you don't have Taurus placements, everyone has a Taurus uh, house. Pay very close attention to that house in your chart as Taurus energy is going to be shifting and very quickly. The energy of Uranus is to bring surprises, to be eccentric, to be shocking and feel unstable. And Uranus will keep his promise and bring lots of changes into our lives. Now there is an opposition to the moon and when Uranus opposes the moon, it makes people quite nervous. So as a collective, we're all feeling a little bit more jittered up. However, we are looking forward to um, continue to work ethically and hard so we can attain material security the sign of taurus is all about material security so as of now it looks like um, the energy of taurus is to con continue to work and continue to manifest and attract security wealth and income and this could be in um, the specific area of life that's being highlighted for you so if you are a leo rising this is happening in your 10th house if you are a taurus rising this is going to be your first etc so look at your rising sign 
and see where this house is being highlighted now another thing we have uranus forming a separating conjunction with venus and when this occurs when venus and uranus get together it really rocks relationships so this can be for a good thing and this could also be for not such a good great thing so i've seen it many many times when venus and uranus communicate in the sky relationships start and also relationships end, and quite shockingly so it could be that you are looking to start a relationship and um, you kind of gave up already this conjunction gets activated in the sky and all of a sudden this relationship just immediately takes off you guys click you guys start traveling the world three months later you're married things like that very shocking shocking developments around relationships and it could also break relationships now in order for things to break and be shook in they have to be on the rocks so this is energy that will push that over and people would then will then um, make their final decision without tying in emotion they'll feel more um, comfortable making um, out of nowhere decisions because that's the energy of Uranus just like from one day to another you're just not in love anymore so as you can see this energy is very very shaky but it can be very exciting what if you do happen to meet the one and you guys hit it off and have so many things in common and have all this excitement then give it give it a chance now when um relationships do start under this energy we do want to make sure they're supporting aspects in the chart because as easily as it started it could also end that easy now if you have venus and uranus in your personal chart communicating either by sextile or trine or the, these pair are activating um, your personal planets so as long as they're supporting the relationship can last long but if this is not a signature you carry in your chart it could just be an adventure in and out and then to the next one now venus is forming a conjunction with mercury mercury is it's also a separating conjunction because mercury is at a higher degree than venus it already passed venus and when this happens i actually really like it because people uh, tend to be more sensual and flirty as Mercury rules communication and speech and Venus rules love and flirtation and luxury and money. So this is a good, a good time for salespeople to, you know, show off their skills and make their quota. But it could also be a great time to write some music, write some poetry, communicate more lovingly with the people that you love, start flirting more or really work on yourself and just improve how you deliver messages to others so you can get what you want now when we look at all this powerful energy in the sign of taurus it's in opposition to the moon so the moon right here is a singleton um, from pluto all the way to mars there forms a bucket and the moon is the handle to this bucket so the moon is quite isolated now the moon is making a trine to mars in the sign of 
cancer and the moon naturally rules the sign of cancer and mars rules the sign of scorpio so although the moon is in her sign of fall and mars is in another sign that he does not favor he's in fall in the sign of cancer they're actually in mutual reception so they're helping each other out which is really great because the moon suffers a lot in the sign of scorpio and mars does not do well in the sign of cancer so they're able to assist each other and support each other and that that doesn't completely remedy the issue um, when the moon is in scorpio we're talking about power struggles we're talking about trauma we're talking about deep rooted issues we're talking about transformation regeneration power money great money great control so a lot of deep issues that the energy of scorpio rules it also rules the occult it rules secrets investigations the partner's money and resources taxes insurances so as you can see these are quite some topics that the scorpio energy rules and a lot of people don't like to talk about how much money they're making or their money issues or their budget or if they owe taxes they don't like to talk about that stuff so right or trauma right no one wants to talk or address this but this is a great time to start looking on how you can take control how you can step into power with the energy of scorpio because we need to take control or step into our power and utilize the scorpio energy that's being highlighted correctly another thing that's happening is we have pluto in the sign of capricorn that is stationing retrograde so pluto starts the entire lineup of the retrograde planets he goes retrograde first and then from there we have uh, saturn and jupiter that follow shortly after and um, we're also going to be entering the mercury retrograde season when mercury finish finishes the transit through taurus and reaches the sign of gemini so pluto is marking this um lineup of hey planets that start getting ready to move retro and i think um, neptune's going to retrograde slowly i did not check on that date but i'm pretty sure so um with pluto stationing that is also concentrated energy of power pluto is the modern ruler of scorpio so i am a hellenistic astrologer and i apply the traditional planets and their energies first before i look at the outer planets as they're generational and they do take quite some time to move across a zodiac sign so looking at both the rulers can give you a lot more information of the energies of that zodiac sign and the potential trans transits and promises of uh, the transits in the sky so when we look at pluto and we think of what pluto rules it's all about power and control and uh, deep issues the same thing like that scorpio energy and my advice is to do some journaling around releasing things that no longer serve you. The full moon um, times are always about showing gratitude for the gifts that were granted to you and also releasing things that no longer serve you so you can make room for new things to come into your life. But um, 
the most one of the most intense moons is the scorpio full moon so this is one of the more intense moons of the year and we also have uranus playing such a big part as he is forming an opposition to the moon the energy of taurus is quite well supported because venus rules the sign of taurus and venus is in the sign of taurus so she is actually one of the energies that that is in uh, rulership another one is the energy of saturn in the sign of aquarius and they're actually forming a square now when saturn and venus communicate it kind of makes the communication a little bit more grounded and serious even though the energy is in the sign of aquarius saturn is to bring things down to make things a little bit more heavy and going back to what i mentioned about people finally either breaking off a relationship that was on the rocks or solidifying relationships and finding people that they're meant to be with this energy of saturn really supports that because a good saturn in people's chart indicate that relationships can last a long time we do have to see how that saturn is communicating to the rest of the planets and um from there we can determine if the relationship can make it through thick and thin because that is the energy of saturn is to make it through things that seem impossible and through the test of time saturn is father time so um venus is forming that square as you can see right here it's quite um highlighted by that red line coming from saturn to all the planets in the sign of taurus and all these th this clump energy is also going to be forming a square to jupiter which then amplifies this energy even more the good thing is most of the planets involved are pretty um they're planets that are well placed like venus in her sign and we have saturn in his sign so um there might be some pullback or um tension in regard to decisions that we need to make but it's going to be for the best of all and the best circumstance of all as long as we're doing the diligent karmic work that we should be doing during this time i'm going to be holding a goddess ring um, on the day of the full moon in which we're going to be doing a banishing uh, spell in addition to um, doing a spell to attract more abundance into our life so i'm a big believer that in order for us to manifest we do need to release what no longer serves us to make space for new things in our life if you're interested in joining the goddess ring we host these monthly check out in the description below so you can read all about the goddess ring and what we do there it's a fun fun uh, workshop that we hold with community members and we talk about astrology and magic and it's really amazing and i truly enjoy working with my community and creating magic together so we can bring in more abundance into our lives and also get rid of things that again no longer serve us and this is what all that scorpio energy is about get re getting rid of the shit getting clean of everything in our system that we no longer want and we no longer need because they're pulling us down and they're not letting us be that magnet that we should be um 
uh, one more thing that I did like about this full moon, even though there are some tenseful aspects, one of the supportive aspects here is Saturn is making a trying to the north node and also making a sextile to the south node in the sign of Sagittarius. The north node is all about the direction that we need to be taking. And because this is a north node for the collective, it's collective energy. So the actions that we take now are supporting our path. And this can be even more impactful for you if you have planets in the sign of Gemini and Sagittarius. Or if you have your north node in Gemini or Sagittarius because the energy of the nodes is activating whatever planets you have in Gemini. And we have Saturn in the sign of Aquarius supporting your development. So quite nice energy. I totally love to see when um, we have several supportive aspects in charts that seem a little bit more challenging. Now, the deacon that the sun is in is ruled by Mercury and Mercury is being supported by Venus as Venus is in her rulership and Venus is there attempting to guide Mercury and assist with that um, th this full moon. And we have the moon in the uh, deacon of Pluto. So Pluto here is playing a big part. We have to make sure that we are um, tending to our emotions, tending to the emotions of others, as it's going to be quite an emotional time for the moon in this sign of Scorpio. So let's utilize this energy and purge things that we no longer need in our life. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to catch me live on IG. I'm also going to be posting this on YouTube live. I hold Ask the Astrologer segment where you can ask me things live and we can discuss the astrology for the week. I'm going to be covering the zodiac signs in that live. So I'll see you there. And if you like this video, don't forget to subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Let me know if you're a Taurus or a Scorpio. I'd love to know how you feel about this full moon energy and how it's activating your chart and check out these other two videos. I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy them. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day and happy manifesting.